Ollie H uh, is my guest this week, and Ollie is a very, very close uh, friend to a certain guest I've had on before, Ginty. Now, Ginty was a huge inspiration for Ollie setting up his TikTok. Seeing Ginty's numbers go up and up and up really inspired him to dig in and create a TikTok success for himself. Ollie uh, talks how Ginty was uh, one of the biggest inspirations from him, but also how he, um, to set up his own TikTok, um, was uh, quite a challenge for Ollie. But he talks about how he tried to overcome the obstacles and succeeded. Tell us what you thought of the episode by uh, giving us a follow at uh, TrackbackPod on Instagram. And uh, drop us an email if you have any inquiries at trackbackpodcast.yahoo.com. But here is Ollie with a H. It's Ollie H. So, Ollie, um, I want to welcome you. Um, and my first question for you is, on TikTok, we know that there are a lot of Ollies. But what oh, makes... Yeah. Ollie H really stand out among the rest of the um, Ollies on TikTok? Oh, this is a hard one. I don't know, like, I, I just do, like, comedy skits. Uh, I try and do them all in my own way. Um, I try and just put myself a level above other creators by just doing my own thing, my own style, just to try and make my videos better than the other skits that are out there. So what was your motivation to really join the app? What was what was the sort of drive that led you to TikTok? And maybe, you know, you look at the other apps. A lot of people like to showcase their talent on, you know, YouTube and um, other sort of content, Twitch. But what was what, what made TikTok really the app for you? Uh, it, to be honest, I'd never really heard of TikTok. I've never had it. Um, I used to have a YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, that didn't go very well. I literally had like 1K subs. And my mate, you've had him on before, Ginty. Um, he's my mate, yeah, and then he—he's um, a great. Yeah, guy. he got me into it. He was like, "Yo, you've got to do TikTok. It's great." Um, so yeah, he got me into it, and yeah, I've just been loving it since. And did Ginty really give you a lot of inspiration? Did you watch, you know, a lot of his oh, yeah. to get ideas of what you wanted to, you know, showcase on the app? Oh, definitely. At the start, um, yeah, he's been a massive motivation to me. Um, the biggest help, like, I don't, I wouldn't have even been starting TikTok if it wasn't for him, to be honest. And you see, you know, the amount of following that he gets. Um, do you aspire to get to that level eventually? And what exactly do you feel you have to do to get to that point? Oh, 100%. I want to, he's so close to a million. I, my goal um, is a million. End of the year, I want to be at 500k. I just, yeah, work hard, put my all into TikTok. Um, like the last month um, was it April? That's been the best month I've had on TikTok so far, and I worked so hard, and it did pay off. You're gonna get those um, balloons at some point. You oh take yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. that picture in, in in a car park or 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 outside of a hairdresser's with those big massive balloons. Oh, yeah. thing. I finally reached um, my goal on TikTok. I think you're gonna get that there eventually. Amazing. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's the goal. That's the dream. So you mentioned Ginty, which was quite interesting. Yes, um, he did appear on the show um, near the beginning of the Weekly Crap with Mac. But, um, you know, apart from, from Ginty, who we know that's inspired you, is there any other sort of creator out there that you've watched when you started off TikTok that you felt, you know, I'm taking a lot of inspiration from, from these content creators and eventually I want to reach the levels that, you know, they're getting without copying the stuff they do. Just take sort of ideas of, you know, what they've 
been through on the app to get yourself to TikTok fame? Yeah, 100%. Um, to be honest, the only person I really watched was Ginty, but I watched smaller creators. Um, I'm now mates with him, JJ Charlton. He was on the same level as me. We had around 15K when I met him and I started watching his content. And we've both um, just hit over 300K together. Um, so we've kind of like grown and helped each other along the way and collabed. Um, so like like, like basically Ant and Deck, but separate. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. So um, describe me a bit about your content. Um, you mentioned you do a lot of comedic content, which is really interesting. Um, so what really started the whole, you know, what was your comedy background like? What really got you into doing comedy? I don't really know. Um, I it kind of was. like that, boom. Yeah, at school, <laughs> I was kind of like, I'm a comedian. <laughs> yeah, like school, I was like the class clown, I guess. Um, it was only a small class I was in. Um, but yeah, I've never really, I just threw myself into the deep end. I'd never done anything like this. I had like a YouTube channel with my mate a few years ago, but that was only theme park related stuff and like daily vlogs, but it was nothing on the comedic level like my TikTok. You know, they always say for comedians that um, being the class clown is where it all kind of starts. Did you feel, you know, when was the point where you felt your confidence? Was your confidence always high? Were you kind of a nervous sort of school kid growing up? Or was, or was the confidence there and you need, needed to really boost it up a bit? No, to be honest, I've, I've never really been a, like, a really confident guy, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it was tough at the start. Like, I didn't really want to do TikTok live streams at the start um just because of like confidence and obviously you do get hate comments i'm fine with them now like i can just brush past them but at the start some hate comments are quite nasty and they do get to you um but yeah i'm all right with that now describe me one time where a hate comment really got to you and how you how it really affected you personally not as a tiktok creator but as a human being well it's probably one of the ones at the start like on like when you post a picture on social media with like your girlfriend and then they start attacking them um and you think well it's nothing to do with them like why are you putting yourself out there and doing that like you just it's not needed has it always interested you to look into the psychology of what goes on in these sort of um people's minds of why they find the need to attack um people for no reason so if they don't like the content that person is putting up why find the need to attack that person when yeah, they attacked you back yeah definitely you think like why do you have a need to just randomly go and just give hate to this person for no reason like i don't get it yeah i would like to know why people do it i guess they do it for fun or i don't know i don't see how it's fun though do you think it's important for the TikTok community to really come together, all content creators coming together to stand in the face of this adversity? We've seen it all the time in football um, with, you know, players taking the knee and there's all these messages on the TV about say no to online hate. Is there something that TikTok can do in their own way to stop this sort of thing happening? A hundred percent. I think TikTok have the platform to do a movement. They could really advertise and do something big with, creators to put a message out there i think they really could so let's go through the 
times where you released your first ever skit, Ollie. Let, let, let's let's talk about that. Let's, okay. talk about, let's talk about what was going through your head at the time of the, you know, about creating the skit. What what, what did you want to, you know, what, what did you want the public's first impression of you to be? Um, and what was going through your head as soon as you posted that video? You had no, you know, no viewers so far of that video. So you were just waiting to see who was going to watch it. What was going through your head in anticipation of, people seeing that first video that you've released okay so it started back in april so uh 2020 and it we've just gone into lockdown in the uk so yeah i just thought when ginty said oh do tiktok if you're bored i was like okay so yeah i post this video it was really rubbish like the worst video ever bad lighting bad editing i was like whispering because i didn't want my parents to like hear it was like the worst video ever um and yeah i was just like super excited because as i previously mentioned i only had a youtube channel with like a thousand subs and i think i only had like a few thousand views so it wasn't much at all um so yeah i was posting this so i had no idea what to expect i'd literally just download the uh the tiktok app probably about 10 minutes before i posted my first video um so yeah i didn't really know what to expect i was just hoping like this could be big or I thought well if it's not I haven't wasted much time and I'll just move on but obviously it kind of got big yeah exactly and did you expect looking right now did you expect looking you know back to April last year when you released your first couple of videos did you imagine you'd be in the position you are right now oh no a hundred percent not definitely not like I'm so grateful that I am in this position it's made me so happy like I've always had the dream of like being someone uh, like social media, if that was like whether Instagram, YouTube, whatever. Um, so yeah, I've always wanted it, but I never thought I could ever get there. And I want to retract to a point you made about your parents. You said you were a bit nervous to, you know, let your parents hear what you were doing. Was it something that you wanted to keep away from your parents or do they know about it now? How have they reacted to seeing your growing rise on the app? At the start, I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell my friends. I didn't even tell my girlfriend until I had why, about. Why? Why was that? What made you like not? What made you holding back? Was it something that you wanted to do yourself? Yeah, I just kind of kept it like to myself and my mate, my my close mates. Um, I don't know why. Then just like one day, my sister and my girlfriend just came across my video. It came up on their for you page, and then it they just found out from there really. Um, but yeah, I told my parents when I had like 100k, I was like, yo, I just hit 100k on this app. <laughs> um, and, and they've been very supportive since. Tell me what your girlfriend and, you know, your, your mate's reaction when they, your sister came across um, your profile. What was, what was the immediate reaction? Oh, they were shocked. They were shocked because I think I had like 25k or something or 50k when they found me. And they were like, we're shocked. Why didn't you tell us? Like you had 50,000 followers and this growing TikTok page. They were just shocked, really. And do you think it's great, um, Ollie, the fact that on TikTok, um, it's not just a UK thing. It's, it's trending all over the world. So do you think it's great the fact that people can just come across a skit you've done from Saudi Arabia or Japan or Canada 
and, and they'll see you and you'll gain, you know, fan bases over there. Does that excite you knowing that you're not just got a UK fan base, but you could have fan bases from across the world? You can go into Tokyo and people could say, wow, that's Ollie H there. I, I, I've seen some of his skits. He's awesome. Does that excite you? Oh, 100%. It's crazy. The, the way TikTok's algorithm works and where it pushes your videos to literally anyone anyways, it's really good. Like looking at my analytics, I've got, I think it's something like 60% UK following. And then the, I've got a high percentage, like 40% in America. And then the rest, like little bits all the way around the world. And it's crazy to see, to think that someone the other side of the world has seen my videos. And when it comes to your content, do you like to publish skits that are kind of relating to the um, international audience? So maybe not just relating to UK um, fan base. Would you release skits or have you released skits yet? Or would you, if you haven't, release skits that relate more to maybe, you know, the American fan base? To be honest, most of mine are just UK ones uh, relatable to the UK scene. Um, I would try and branch into America, but I feel like when I'd need to try and um, put like an American accent on it. And I cannot do accents and I think I'll just get roasted. <laughs> That's the beauty of the app, though, isn't it? That's the beauty. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, Ginty, has he, you know, has he, you know, every time you release, you know, content, I'm assuming he, he watches and, and sees what you're doing. Does he still, you know keep in touch with advice on you know how to improve and what else you can do and do you appreciate the advice that other tiktokers give you to enhance your own career oh 100 percent. like ginty's been there from the start he's i wouldn't be sitting here on this podcast i wouldn't have followers next to my name if it wasn't for him he's really helped me out the start he was giving me loads of tips oh by the way you should try this do this try this out and yeah, it's really helped me get to where I was. Um, also, I've had help from other TikTokers. Uh, Jason Davenport, he's really helped me. James Normandy, um, yeah, they've really helped me out. Joshua Robinson, um, great guys. They've really helped me. Um, now, of course, you know, TikTok, there's, there's so many different, you know, influencers. If there's one TikToker out there that has a huge fan base, huge, that you want to kind of reach their levels, who would it be? Probably, I, I watch a lot of Jack Bean's content. Um, he's just hit 3.5 million. Um, so yeah, probably somewhere on his level. That would be absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. That would be crazy. Got to try and get him on. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> And other content like um, Ollie Ball. Um, oh, yeah. We love Ollie Ball's content. Yeah. Um, do, do you find, like, as a TikToker, I mean, what, what do you think the key for, for, for you know, the, the one thing I've really enjoyed about TikTok is seeing how something so random can, you know, make you famous. For example, you look at the pool guy who just, you know, does videos of a pool. Yeah. <laughs> Come famous overnight you know it's what as a tiktoker do you have an understanding on how they're getting successes from that to be honest no like i don't really know how i don't know how the you see like big content creators like 
oh, you've got to do this for the algorithm. I don't know anything about the algorithm. I just record the videos I want to do and just post them. And I kind of guess I got lucky. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, but yeah, I just, I never did it for the views or the followers. I just did it because I wanted to get my content out just to make people smile, make people laugh. Um, and you've it's gone just beyond that now, mate. You've gone beyond that. You've made people, <laughs> smile, made people laugh. You're on the way to superstardom. And I think that's exactly <laughs> where um, I think you're going to go. Um, now, Ollie, quick fire question. Most favorite skit you've done and why? Oh, it's got to be one in the car with Ginty. It was a fail. Uh, we had like a fizzy drink um, and it was unplanned. We'd like kind of, we didn't know if we shook it before but we kind of opened it in recording and it just exploded all on us. Um, and it just blew up. And then the video is sitting on like 1.5 million views or something crazy. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. And we look towards the future. Um, what new content have you got planned to, you know, bring out to the wider audience? What, ha what, what, what have you got planned content um, wise? Well, I've got tons of stuff I've been doing. Oh, tell us, tell uh, like us, tell us. A lot of, um, if you, I don't know if you know, the memes of like the Karen, of oh, like Karen's in yes. shops. Of course. I've been branching out um, to do Karen content. I've got tons of ideas on my notes on um, my own spin on it, ways I've never seen before. Um, so yeah, watch my space. I've got tons of things coming out in the next few weeks. I will be. Will you be? I hope you will be. Um, so Ollie as well. Um, when it comes to the creative arts, it's, it's so hard for people to break into that industry. Whether you want to be a singer, an actor, you know, TikTok has provided people that opportunity to make a name for yourself so easily that you don't have to work up the ladder to get where you want to be. You can just record one video that becomes an overnight sensation. So would you call TikTok now the app of the people? To be honest, yes. If you want to make yourself known, if you want to get yourself out there, 100%, I think it's the easiest platform um, to get started on. Um, better than YouTube and Instagram, definitely in my own experience. Absolutely. And I can't wait to see where it takes you, my friend. Um, and finally, um, Ollie. We know that so far you, you've got a growing fan base on TikTok, which is great. Um, you know exactly where you want to go with it. But where do you want to end up? Um, what is the lifelong goal of you, Ollie? What, where, where exactly um, do you see yourself in about 10 years time? Is it continuing your social media work? Do you want to branch off to do other things? I mean, where is your end goal? I know it's tough to kind of predict where you're going to be in one year, less alone than five years. With the yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But um, I mean, so far in this moment in time, where would you like to see yourself going? Definitely 1 million followers on TikTok and maybe try and branch out um, and become a YouTuber. That's, that would be the ultimate end goal if I could um, get to that point. Um, but yeah, I just focus on small little goals, monthly goals that yeah, I would like to work the towards. Best way to go. That is definitely yeah. the best way to go. Start off small and build it up as I go, but definitely 1 million followers. Yeah. Awesome, my friend. And finally, um, for the viewers that are listening into this week's episode, where can they find your TikTok? Where can they find, you know, your work to see exactly the amazing content creator that you are? So you can find me on TikTok. My um, at is Ollie H28. 
I post comedy skits. I'm trying to branch out into different um, kind of content, experiment new things. And yeah, I'm over on Instagram with OggyH28. That sounds awesome. And guys, please do that. Give this guy your support. He is an amazing content creator. You can see so much fun. He's here to put a smile on your face, and that's the main thing. And for you who wants to catch this episode back, all you have to do is go on Spotify, and this episode will be released along with other content creators on the TikTok track. And of course, um, you can find us on Facebook. Give us a review. Tell us what you thought. Um, that would be great as well. Ollie, I want to thank you most of all for taking your time out on the show, and I hope you have a great um rest of your day and see where the wind takes you my friend cheers cal appreciate it love the podcast you're doing great to have me on thank you thank you my friend see you cheers man